Hello, everyone. <laughs> I am that one Tamagotchi that you forgot to feed 20 years ago, and now I'm dead. The panda. <laughs> it's Yvonne. It's me, the one and only, the master of guacamole, <laughs> the lion, Cloak and Crap. <laughs> on the spot okay um, and this is sarah you know me maybe you love me and you probably forgot me and i'm the hairless cat <laughs> and we have a guest i'm michaela <laughs> yay michaela well, you can pick an animal <laughs> yeah just pick a random animal to save a llama a llama oh okay we got the panda the lion the llama Anyways, <laughs> today we watched Chicken Little or Little Women. <laughs> little Women. <Chicken laughs> little Women. Um, what is the story about? What did we just experience, Colton? Yeah, Colton, this was your first time <laughs> it. This was the first time Colton watched it. Well... I think I said this about the last movie too, but it was an emotional roller coaster. There was just a lot of drama, a lot of feelings being hidden and coming up to the surface when it was too late. That was the most <laughs> ambiguous <laughs> description. You would literally, you could literally say that about The Incredibles too. Like, what, what are you talking That's the about? Next movie <laughs> the next movie, The Incredibles two. Watch it out. The random clicks. Here we come. Um, so how many girls are there? How many sisters are there? <laughs> asking the most basic questions. Four sisters. Okay, we have four sisters. We've got Megs. We've got Beth, we've got Joe, and we've got Amy, right? Yes. And then the lovely mother, I don't know her name. Marmy. Marmy. Yeah, mm -hmm. people call her mother. Mother. Everyone calls her mm -hmm. that. So we have this family, and then the, 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 the housemaid or whatever. Hannah. Hannah? Uh, um, <laughs> that it started with an L. It's Hannah. It's, <laughs> shut up, it is not Hannah. <laughs> Right. Oh my god. Is it Hannah? Okay. <laughs> As we were like, this is Colton's first <laughs> Um, okay, so we have Hannah, that's um she's the cleaning lady. So who's our favorite character? I think Amy's my favorite character. Amy's my favorite character. Let's talk about them, like, not giving out too much. Amy's my favorite character because she focuses on her goals. Gets a little sidetracked, but that's okay. Um, she's artistic. And she likes traveling. Not to mention appreciates other cultures. So that's what I liked about her. What were your... What was your favorite? Mine was Jill. Just because I feel like she was the biggest mess. I just felt her all throughout the movie. And then she was like, I can't be loved, I can't be loved. And then finally at the very end, she's like, I can be loved. You are such a romantic. <laughs> I am. Okay. <laughs> what was yours? I appreciate all of them for different reasons. Except Amy's probably not my favorite. <laughs> I don't like Amy. Oh my gosh, I you liked guys. A I liked Amy at the very end, but it takes like the whole movie for me to like actually... I appreciate her actress. Her mm -hmm. actress is like yeah. astounding. She did, she did, she did really, really good. good. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I really I like Meg just because she uh, she doesn't care about like money. She doesn't care about like what other people care about. She just wants. I mean, she does have like that little bit at the beginning where she just is so tired of being poor, but she marries a man because she loves him, not because he's rich. And so I appreciate that about her. Okay. <laughs> okay, also, I Mama. appreciate Beth because she didn't cause any drama. She appreciated Beth because she died. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay, Llama. My, Let's hear it. My favorite character was or has always been Marmy because she's such a strong, independent Marmy. woman character, but also so loving. And, like, they just always go to her, and I've always just admired her because she just knows how to fix everything. If we're choosing not the sisters, then it's, like, the grandpa is my favorite. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. The grandpa's unproblematic. And he's so giving. Yeah, what he's giving, you? he's nice, <laughs> he and he's just kind of, like, the peacemaker. He didn't take any, like, sides. He was always, like, yeah, this is how it is, and this is... I'm just going to be happy about it. And he's having, like, his own, like, emotional journey throughout, like, the movie that we don't really see, like, with, like, the death of his daughter. Like, how that's still affecting him and how he sees that in Beth. And then she dies. So it's, like, a whole story that we don't even see. Yeah. That's true. Um, so we have these four sisters. And the story has so many, like, subplots. It's not, like, one big arc that we all expect to see. It has like a ton of like little tiny arcs that build up into this thing we call life, okay? <laughs> Everyone's life is so complicated. But <laughs> this story takes place in like two different realms, right? Seven years before and seven years after. Mm-hmm. Like we get to explore the growth of these girls and what do we see? Like... Who had the biggest growth, do you think? I actually, here's the thing. I think one person had the least amount of growth, and I think that was Joe. Really? I really, really? I think Joe had what the least Meg? amount of growth. Yeah, what about Meg? What about Meg? I feel like she was She grew like- up, and then she got married, but Joe was, like, stunted. Like, I feel like Joe was, like, so far advanced, but then she just stayed there, and everyone else grew up around I feel her. like her character arc is almost, like, inverted, just because, like, we see the movie, like from the future and from the past at the same time. And so, like, you see, like, how she's kind of grown a little bit and then how she, like, stunted. But then, like, you see, like, from the, like, the end. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? <laughs> you don't see her character arc until the very end. Don't roll your eyes. Yeah. I'm not rolling my eyes. I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Yeah, I think Meg was the least. Really? Yeah. Well, just because she was, she was always just really kind and, like, giving. I think Meg is the most, like, basic one. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, the trials are the thing that, like, make you have growth. And I feel like she was the one that, at least from what we saw, had the least amount of trials. From, trials. I think from most likable to least likable, it's, like, Beth, then Megs, then Joe, then Amy. <laughs> no, I mean, like, Beth is the best, and I think Amy's the least oh. likable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I know my favorites when I hate them. <laughs> I know it's a good story when I hate the character. Um, but these girls grow up, 
and they go through different journeys. I think Meg's is like probably the least exciting journey because it's kind of what everyone dreams of in a weird way. Because everyone wants to like fall in love and like be with the person that they truly want to be with, but there are consequences to choosing love over materialistic things. We see like the polar opposites of Meg's and her aunt. Like, what? Let explain the aunt. Explain the aunt. Who is she? She's super rich. She's super old. She's played by Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. We all adore. Um, And when she's talking to Joe, she even says that she didn't get married and she didn't have to get married because she was rich. So kind of just shows what she's focused on. Mm -hmm. So we see this theme of like poverty and. I just am curious, what do we value over money? This is a personal question. What do you value over money, Llama? Mm, I think relationships. I think that's what we see in the movie, but Mm -hmm. I wouldn't give anything for the relationships I have with people. Yeah. I don't think you can put a price on those. Can't put a price on relationships. Mm -hmm. What would you say? Something different. What's Sarah? (laughs) Like experiences and memories. That is so true. That was so (laughs) true. Yes. You can't put a price on experiences and money. So when people, okay. Memories. (laughs) Sorry. Experience and memories. Thing is, I know a lot of people. Okay, here's some tea. We're going to get a little critical of parents right now. Okay. I'm going to go after someone. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's not anyone here. (laughs) But I know some parents who are so keen on the idea of their child being so independent that they rob them of experiences elsewhere. Does that make sense? Like if a child wants to go somewhere and they need parental support and the parent will not give it to them, I feel like that's some sort of stunted experience growth, you know? So I highly encourage... That's how I was raised, you know? I was raised, experiences have, like, no price. They're priceless. So my family will go and spend, like, every single dollar we can just in order for one of us to go experience this thing that you will only be able to live, like, once, you know? And I think, like, you both went on missions, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so we have two girls have gone on LDS missions. And that's something that, like... That's an experience. And you can't put a price on that. But some people aren't going to put forth the effort to give someone that privilege. Has anyone, anyone have anything to say? Or am I right all the time? <laughs> am I right all the time? I, I was just going to agree with you. I think my parents did the same thing when I was younger. Like, they wanted us to have, like, experiences. Like, they, like we weren't really spoiled with things as we were with, like, clubs and like opportunities that they tried to give to us um just because that seemed more valuable than at least like to me seemed more valuable than like buying things Mm -hmm. you know so that's something that i've admired about my parents i know some people who have like every thing in the world like clothing or jewelry rise and like but they lack experience and it's just like the person's kind of dull like Mm -hmm. i don't know it, you know, it just sucks. Their worth is equal to mine, but 
it goes nowhere. <laughs> um, anyways, so we see what what do you value, Colton? Like something they, different. Something <laughs> different. What is more valuable than money? So I can't choose experiences, which was what I was going to say. Too bad you didn't go for <laughs> Relationships were a good one, too. Um, I mean, it's not at the top of my list. I think it kind of goes with both of those things. But knowledge. Because mm-hmm. knowledge is something that you can gain from experiences and from relationships between people. Like... Knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. Knowledge is power. And I think Joe, out of all of the girls, knew this the best. Because she was, you know, the bookworm. She was the one who wrote down every single experience and had all that knowledge built and built in. And, and she really developed a character that, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I like it. But, <laughs> but it's, it's okay. It adds to the story. Um, I mean, what I would have to say, what's more valuable than money. I mean, I like... Everything kind of meshes together, I think, when we think of these things that are super valuable. I think you can't put a price on, like, hugs. <laughs> I know, now we're in the middle... <laughs> we're in the middle of a coronavirus pandemic, and the hugs are non-existent. So here I am struggling. <laughs> um, so that's just something basic that I would say. But... What are some themes here that we see? We took some notes. You guys, we took some notes. What would we like to, to talk about, Sarah? <laughs> wow. Um, <clears throat> like going like in like rhythm with the movie or just like at all? Just theme, I think, is fine. We don't need to explain the movie because it's, I don't need to. Yeah. It's pretty this good. is a critic. Go see it if you haven't seen it. Go There's like see three Little different Women. versions of yeah. it throughout the years. <laughs> um, well, there was that one line that I really liked. What, what did she say? It was, even if I couldn't be loved, like I'd... Oh, I'd be respected if I couldn't be loved. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I thought that was really good just because like, that kind of just shows, I don't know, like the two ways that you could really react when you don't get something. Like whether it's, like, with a relationship or something that you want. Like, how, like, you can react to something. And I think that was something that was really shown a lot. Like, how you can react to things. Like, with Joe at the beginning when she... Well, not, like, the beginning, beginning. But when she received criticism for her work, how she reacted to that was kind of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, like, the best reaction. It was very childish. Like, very, like, kind of almost prideful that she was receiving any criticism for her work. And so that kind of just shows, like, how you can react to things. Like, if you're going to be, like, respectable or if you're going to act like a child if you don't get what you want. That's true. Would you like to say something? Yes. Um, kind of in line with what Sarah said. Um, I think the movie shows us different ways that we can act, different choices that we can make in our lives. And, like, all of the sisters made different choices. Um... Like, Meg married for love, and Beth decided she just wanted to be at home, just wanted to be with her family, and um, Amy wanted to marry for money, and she says that multiple times throughout the movie. But we see their trials they go through and the experiences they have, and we all make different choices. We all go through different experiences. But something I think is really cool is at the end of the movie, like, through all their experiences and trials, they're all 
like happy. So they've all gone through different things. They've all made different choices. But I think kind of an overall theme is that it works out and that it'll be okay, which I appreciate. That is so true. I think we have gone through the worst days of our lives and made it out alive. We have been able to overcome every single obstacle up until this day. And we can overcome a million more. That's the positive attitude I like to go with. Um, but on that note, I'd rather be... I'd be respected if I couldn't be loved. I mean, I think same. I think some sort of respect is healthy. Especially me. I'm like power hungry. I'm like, you know... I like to tell jokes and have some sort of respect. People don't mess with me as often. I like that. And I like being loved too. But if I couldn't be loved, then I'd be respected. And I wouldn't be taken as a fool like Lori. Lori was a joke for 90% of the show. 90% of the show, Lori... Even at the end. Even at the end! Lori... Mm-mm. Absolutely not. Colton has a lot to say about Lori. I really don't. I just don't. Even though he said that he like basically was like I'm over you, Joe, kind of thing. Like I love Amy. You could tell that he still oh, yeah. wanted. He still wanted to hurt I her. I felt it. Yeah. Yeah. He like when he's like, oh my wife. Oops. Did I say that? And then he was like, when like he looked at like I don't know, just like the way that he like looked at her and like the way he like talked to her about it. You could tell that he wanted to kind of hurt her a little bit. Like, oh, you've lost me now. Like, I'm some, like, hot commodity or something. So, I, while, like, I love Lori, the beginning, he does better at the beginning. I feel like he <laughs> declines a little bit. But. I think he's just bad the entire time. I actually think he gets better at the end. Because, I, I, yeah, I mean, I guess, but he's okay, and then he's bad, and then he's mediocre. You know? And I think that's most men. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, we could talk about that for a long time. <laughs> we could talk about next episode, men, period. Okay. So we've talked about poverty. What is it falling in love with an artist or a writer? Could you do it? I don't know. Could you... Someone. Let's talk about someone who won't make a lot of money. I feel like we all semi-agree that it is okay enough if we're falling in love with them to marry them. But where do we draw? Do we draw a line on love? That's a good question. Elaborate more on your question. Um, is, there a, is there a certain level of wealth as to where we cannot go in with someone? Does that make sense? Like, if someone is so far down the social scale... Could we ever not accept them? I don't think, like, just, like, where they are, like, on the social scale. But if they, like, are using you to pay all of their debts off, mm-hmm. like, that's a different story. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of, that borderline's, like, toxic relationship, you know? But, like, just doesn't matter, like, where someone is, like, how much money they make. If you love them, then you love them, mm-hmm. you know? Especially if they're yeah. passionate about something. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're an artist and they're making some money, but they're still like being passionate about it rather than not making any money because they're just lazy or not doing anything 
that I think it's a lot harder to love that kind of person than someone who's passionately doing what they love. Yeah, could you imagine falling in love with someone who's not passionate about anything and then just hoarding your money? Like, not contributing to the relationship other than the fact that you happen to be in love with them? (sighs) I don't know if I could deal. Um, But luckily, I mean, I don't think I've ever fallen in love with an artist or a writer or anything. Those are hard jobs. Like, kudos to anyone who can write, because I can't write. Um, what did I... Ruin party? What oh, did I write? Well, that was when Laurie was at the party and he was being an idiot, I think. Yeah. Was- Have you ever been to a party that's been ruined? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were talking about the one person that could ruin a party. That's what you were talking about. You're like, we all know that one person that could just ruin a party. I don't remember this. I do. Okay. I remember you saying it. Elaborate. It was you that said it. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm a little bit of a mess. Um, Ruin party. Okay. Maybe I've ruined a couple parties. (laughs) I mean, it's okay. Have you guys ever been at a party where it's been so bad that you just have to leave? And, like, not say anything and just be quiet. Like, bad in what way? I don't know, Sarah. There's a lot of different ways to describe bad. I'm going to let you decide. Have you ever done that? I don't know. It It could be, like, the party just sucks. Or it could be that, like, you know, your anxiety or depression is so bad that you just want to leave. You know? That could also be bad. Okay, Perks of Being a Wallflower, come through. Um... Um, that's valid i don't know that that party scene that we saw in the movie which one there was a lot huh um let's talk about Lori coming in Lori was in both he somehow managed to screw up both isn't that funny um (laughs) he fixes the one with meg okay so So let's talk about the one with amy we can talk about both of them. First of all, the one with Amy, what do we want to talk about? He just, she had asked him previously, like, are you chasing any girls? And he's like, no. Then he came in, oh, she invited him to the party, and he was supposed to pick her up, right? I don't think so. He was supposed to meet her. Okay, he was supposed to yeah. meet her. She waited for him for an hour. He never came. And then she's dancing and having a fun time with this guy who she is thinking to marry, and... And Lori shows up, and he's drunk, and with these two other girls just being a sleazeball. That's the word I would have used. <laughs> <laughs> How can you like someone after that? And that's when she says that line. Like, that's when she says the crazy that. line. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be respected if I couldn't be loved. Mm-hmm. Because he's just making a fool out of himself. He manages to ruin this party for her. And then she starts building a relationship with another guy that he eventually is envious of and then steals her back. <laughs> Pl- have, spoiler alert. I have lots of opinions about that whole thing, but we'll wait. What do we got to wait for? What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can go to the other party. The other party, we see Emma Watson, right? Emma Watson's poor. We get it. Next. Um, so... Her friend 
I don't know. Everything seems so fake in this party. Why are rich people parties so fake? Like, she was going up the stairs, and her richer friend was like, is that really what you're going to wear? It was like a girl that she had just met. Yeah. Which we see later in the movie, or earlier in the movie. She develops some sort of friendship as time goes on, as she gets older, with this girl. And she's, like, jealous of this girl, too, because she gets all this money that Emma Watson... Yeah, Megs can't get this money. Anyway... We meet this other girl. She's like, I'm going to call you Daisy now. And I'm going to let you borrow my dress. (laughs) I don't like your clothes and I'm going to call you by a different name. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, wow, that's really cute. Um, And so, you know, she gets all prettied up. And it's a dress that nobody's ever seen before. And, you know, she tried it. It looks great on her. Um, And so she tries acting like the rest of these rich folk. And we all know, like, in the movies, of course, rich people are fake. (laughs) Like, that's in every single movie. It always somehow managed to transcend that way. But what does Lori do in this moment that hurts her feelings? Call her fake. (laughs) Pretty much. Basically, you're starting to conform to all of this, and I don't like this. Mm -hmm. And he was just, like, he was just trying to be honest with her. But he could have been more tactful about it, I think. Is it any of his business what she does? He's, like, already, like, slithered his way into this family mm-hmm. dynamic. Like, mm-hmm. I think he probably thinks it's his business, yeah. I think it adds an interesting twist on the experience because if he hadn't have been there, then Meg wouldn't... I feel like she wouldn't have learned as much from the experience as she did. And, like, it couldn't really have had any other characters from home in it. It made the most sense to have Lori there since he was also wealthy. And so I think him being there... Like, even maybe if he hadn't have said anything, but if if she would have seen him... And then realized what she looked like. She knew in her heart that she wasn't being true to herself. And so I think even just seeing him would have been like, oh, like, I'm not being true to who I am. Mm -hmm. I'm being fake. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like there are advantages and disadvantages to being fake. (laughs) It really... (laughs) (laughs) No, but... Elaborate. (laughs) It can really be someone's advantage to be fake. It really can. Like, it is more convenient sometimes to just be fake and suck it up and try to pretend to be something you're not than to be 100% real and destroy things. (laughs) Sometimes being raw is destructive. You know? We're all nodding heads. We all agree with what I'm saying. (laughs) Well, and even like the phrase, like, fake it till you make it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if that confidence is not there, you just have to pretend like it's there and then maybe it'll get there. I always lie. You guys know this. I am not wealthy, but I act like I'm wealthy. (laughs) I really do. (laughs) It's true. It's true. I was like, wait a minute, I'm not poor. And I just hand her a $5 bill and I'm like, order whatever you want. (laughs) Uh, But it's nice to play games, okay? I love playing the part of a wealthy person. I've never been able to play it my entire life. Up until now, you know? I don't have that much money, but (laughs) it's 
apparently more than what some people can get. Um, having a mom. <laughs> Next subject. <laughs> having a mom. I'm going to call out one of my favorite mothers here. Heidi Doman. Heidi, I'm I listening. freaking adore you if you're listening. <laughs> having a mom. Heidi Doman, Sarah's the naked cat's mom. Um, she's so nice. She's one of those people that's real and raw and somehow manages to be real without being destructive. <laughs> She doesn't know how to be fake. <laughs> I don't think Heidi knows how to be fake. And that's one of the genius parts about her. You know, it was just like, she was made for mom. She was made mm-hmm. to be a mom. She's I, literally the most amazing person I've ever yeah, met. She's I, not appreciated nearly as much as she should No. Be. I hope freaking, you're listening to this. Yeah. yeah we freaking love you, having Heidi. so many kids. And she's still like mentally there. Like props to her. I would have moved out. Like, <laughs> no offense, Sarah, but sometimes... I'm kidding, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm totally kidding. I can agree because I live here with all of my sisters and I see how they act. So I Being a mom is genuinely, I think, one of the hardest jobs. (laughs) (laughs) One of the hardest jobs ever. Why are we This is a serious topic. Um, It is. It really is. There's that. I was listening to that Just a Housewife song from working. And she's like, it's funny because what I do only matters to like three people, you know, like your kids. But you do not realize like how, like in turn, how many people that's affecting. Like if you raise those three kids to be good people, then that's affecting their kids and people that they interact with Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Really great example. Me. (laughs) no but literally like my mom raised me and i'm gonna become a nurse who's gonna help like hundreds of people by the time i pass away you know like both sarah and colton have managed to drastically change some lives of kids by teaching them dance and theater and taking care of them at daycares it's like moms were the foundation of all of this I don't know, Lama. I agree. (laughs) And that's why I said earlier that Marmy is my favorite character because Mm -hmm. she provides that foundation for all of the girls to grow from. Mm -hmm. All their experiences. So, um, Michaela's mom is also super amazing. Really? Yes. And so that's another example of how... So she raised Michaela and Michaela's this amazing person and she went out on a mission and affected all of these people, like so many people... Like, in so, like, small ways, big ways, like, whatever it was. Like, me, too. And so, like, that's just, like, so many people that are going to be able to go out and help other people because Michaela helped them and her mom helped her. So, like, that's just, like, an amazing example as well. Yeah. It builds on moms. Moms are the foundation. They're the backbone <laughs> of this, like, entire planet. <laughs> I know. Moms for president. Every mom should be president. Um, Heidi, 2024. Yes. Let's see. What is Christmas about? Christmas episode. (laughs) We see Christmas Christmas twice. Twice in this movie, right? I think. Or do we not? Or is it once? 
Sometimes I got confused. I got confused. Maybe it's once, maybe it's twice. But one time, I think the dad was there, and the other time, he wasn't. Yeah, I think that was the same time, because then he came home later, but it was still, like, Christmas time, right? Okay. I don't, I'm not quite sure. So there's Christmas in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) There's Christmas in this movie. The dad comes home, and we get that amazing quote, like, here's my little women, and the end. What? We didn't see presents, you know? We didn't see the materialistic things. I mean, we saw food and gathering, but let's... they give up? Which... For someone who's... Spoiler alert, Sarah will give all the details. So they have, like, this big Christmas breakfast, um, and the mom comes home and tells them about a family down the road who has even less than they do. They're all gathering in one bed. (gasps) Um, They're all gathering in one bed just so they don't freeze. Um, And so she's like, will you please give them your food? And they do, because they are selfless. And that is when Lori sees that and tells his grandfather, and they bring food over to them because of their sacrifice. There was two different Christmases. Because there was that one at the very beginning of the movie. And then there was the other one later when the dad came home. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Oh. Okay. Let's move on to one of Meg's, the Meg's husband, Meg's husband, a tutor, a teacher. He's a teacher. A teacher. I want to talk about. Do teachers get paid enough? No, they don't. It's the same thing as moms. They don't get appreciated the way that they should. Name one teacher who has changed your life forever. Mama Day. Vanessa Crane. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Theater teachers. No, I'm going to... Jamie Garn. Jamie Garn, let's see. I've shot a Jamie Garn out, though. Yeah. Um, I want to talk... I mean, I don't want to talk, but I just want to say Peter Burt. I think he changed my life forever. I mean, brought me into the health science field. Ew, me, all I can talk about. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... We whole episode about you being a nurse. I got to... I got to travel to Tennessee. I got to travel to Florida. I got to compete... Like, he added all these fun things into my high school career. And Mrs. Day, our theater teacher, at, did, like, the same things. She pushed us to compete, and she pushed us to succeed. No matter if we were going to be theater kids forever or not. And I don't know about you guys, but she, she like, changed my life, honestly. She made me feel like I actually, like, was appreciated for the things that I did. And, like, I actually had talent. I'm not going to shout out who made me feel not that way. So <laughs> I think we all know. <laughs> Do we, I don't think we all know. Okay. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. I know. Okay. Shout out to... I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but there's a lot of people who will make us... Who will tear us down. That's true. And without even knowing it. Too. Without even knowing it, because sometimes we get pushed to the side constantly by this one person, and it's like, fine, you know what? I'm done trying. <laughs> Anyways... That's what Christmas is all about. <laughs> what is it? so what? <laughs> no, I literally had to stop. Okay, so I wrote notes, but I literally had to stop halfway through because I lost my pen. So I don't know. I don't know where we're headed. How about does anyone else have notes that we want to talk about? Um, I have one. It's a quote. Hello. Um, I don't remember who said it. 
Oh, it was Meg to Joe, because Meg is about to get married, and she tells, um, Joe tells her, let's just go away, we can go, I'll go be a writer, you can be an actress, you don't need to get married. And then Meg tells her, just because my dreams are different than yours doesn't mean they're unimportant. And that was one thing that spoke to me through the whole movie. Oh my gosh. That is so true. I agree. <laughs> Literally, I'm going to call. No, there are a lot of people who, luckily, this hasn't happened to me. Ew, me, because I'm perfect. Um, but it happens to other people. They're like, your dreams are not important or they don't amount to anything. Um, I have some friends who, you know, wanted to be a mom by the time they're 20. You know, and some of us will look at it and be like, what are you doing? You're just throwing your future away for and spending it on this kid. You know, you're not going to be focusing on yourself anymore. But that's what they wanted to do. Some people, I know this one girl, amazing friend of mine. She is the epitome of girly girl, like wife, housewife, like I will do everything. And I'm just like, wow, it took me a while to realize that that was a like a feminist choice to be the woman she wanted to be without any man telling her, hey, you have to do this. No, she wanted to be a mom. She wanted to grow up and be an amazing, like her mom's amazing. All these girls in her family are amazing. And I'm so proud of her. Her name, I'm not gonna, we're not gonna talk about it. I might cry. But anyways, she's so great. And I'm just, it took me a while to realize her dreams are just as valid as mine, you know? Not every profession is this important thing that everyone should strive to. Gosh, I can't speak. Seizure. Um, <laughs> um, like, all dreams are equally valid. What is your dream, Colton? Um, I want to be... I want to have a big family. I want to teach theater. And just... Because... Um, I have had, like, awesome teachers, like we just talked about, who have really changed my life through theater, and I want to be able to do that for other kids as they grow up. What's your dream, Sarah? I really don't know what Sarah's dream is. This is going to be a shocker. Well, is that who I think? Cameron Weeks, yeah. Yeah. That's who that is. Um, I have lots of dreams. I think, like, are you, like, my occupational dream, or, like, what? Like, what, do you want to, I think all of us want to be parents, yeah. right? So, we'll knock that one out of the ballpark. Um, <laughs> what, anything in addition to, do you want to be a traveler? Do you want to be a writer? Do you want to keep teaching, or what? what is your goal? I think just, like, kind of, like, summing all of my dreams together, I really just want to make an influence in other people's lives. Like, whether that's as a vet, being able to, like, help people who can't pay for that. Or um, just, like, with, like, how, like, I went on a mission and being able to continue to share that with people and make an influence in their life. Um, or just things like that. Like, that's my dream is being able to help other people, whatever that may be. That is very broad. <laughs> I said that. <laughs> but it works. It works. Um, what's your dream? Oh, what's my dream? I think everybody knows. I think I'm already achieving. Ew, we're already. I'm already achieving like all my dreams. Ew, me. Um, <laughs> nursing school, being a nurse, 
nursing, nurse. <laughs> That's it. That's oh, all I've yeah. really achieved. Peter Burt. <laughs> Peter Burt. Um, but... I think after that, I'm going to be at a little bit of a loss because all I'm doing is just building up goals up until this point, And then I'm really wondering to see what happens after that. <laughs> I really don't know who I'm going to be or what I'm going to do after that. Because everything's been a straight line for me for forever. And then once I'm derailed, I don't know what I'm going to do. So shout out to me for not knowing exactly what's after that. So um, yeah, hopefully. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about what is, what are we coming to a close? Like, what is the end of all these girls? What happens? Yeah, like, what happens towards the end? Like, what, let's, what happens with Joe? She gets married. She gets married. She did, she never wanted to get married throughout the whole movie. What happens with Meg? She's married. She's married. <laughs> All these girls get married, but she realizes that like there's this whole thing about the dress, how she wanted that special dress that was lots of money, and she just decided that she doesn't need the dress. <laughs> I don't need a dress. I have you. I have my husband. And then she was happy. Yeah. And then Amy falls in love with Timothy. <laughs> Lou, what's his name? Lori. Lewis. <laughs> the actor, okay? The lanky actor that you want to feed soup to because he looks like a Victorian era, like poor boy on the street. Which, you, I like, had a little bit of a problem with that because he couldn't, like, he didn't look like a man. He always looked like a child. <laughs> the whole oh my time. gosh. We're going after these poor actors. Well, he well you know what, Emma Watson? I'm kidding. <laughs> never had Emma Watson doesn't even... I know, I can't. Emma Watson. <laughs> just no, goes after like her. All the characters, like... Not only in, like, their characterization got older, but I just, like, with how they were dressed and, like, their hair, it felt like they matured. But I think he did not feel like he got any older. I don't think... I you keep on calling him. Which, yeah. maybe, though, because we talked about how he never grew up, like, emotionally and mentally. So maybe it, like, adds to the character because mm -hmm. he didn't grow up physically or emotionally no i'm gonna call up my dad right now <laughs> <laughs> why are we calling out our parents no but really like and he admits to this he admits to like not being able to mature for decades <laughs> like i was raised by someone who was like up until their 40s they were lost you know not everyone's parents are perfect and sometimes they just grow up with you you know, and I think maybe this is where Lori's heading. You know, he's not quite there yet, but I think Amy's a good wife. I feel like Amy's one of those people that's like, will guide you because she's like the bossy one in the relationship. Yeah, they were as married we for like, what, two days? She was already <laughs> we were married for around. We were married. <laughs> we were married for two days. They were married for two days and she was already like bossing him around. 
you know? To be fair, they did know each other, like, their whole life. <laughs> to be but fair. But I, I was the one that pointed that out, so mm -hmm. I just wanted to... But, I mean, I think that's where he's headed. Where... <laughs> I'm, like, trying to see. Whew. Okay. <laughs> Who else? Oh, Beth. Beth. What was good and bad about Beth? There's nothing There's bad. Nothing exactly! Bad There's nothing bad about Beth. And I just want to cry because that's the scenes were so good. The scenes that added up were so good and well done. Like, I was like crying the first time and then I cried the second time. And then I, I was eating pizza it? during the third time. So I wasn't, I couldn't cry. cry. I couldn't cry. You can't do two things at once. <laughs> That's too much. Um, but she was the calm one. She was the one who could, she's, she was like my rock in the movie. <laughs> she was like my rock and everyone else's rock in the movie. I freaking adored her. Um, what do you wish you could be more like Beth? Like, I, does that make sense? <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm not making sense right now. But I wish I was that chill about death. I wish I was that chill about being able to let my sisters go and grow up. Like, growing up is hard, especially as soon as you start losing siblings. Like, you're the oldest, Colton. Mm -hmm. Your siblings are watching you grow up and leave. That's like... I watched my brother, like, grow up and leave, and that was, like, a lot. You know, they don't, they become their own independent adult. And Sarah, you're next. You're the next one. Thank you for <laughs> And then Ella's going to cry. We know. We know. Ella, Ella Amy. I'm still living. <laughs> Amy, Ella, I'm calling you out. Um, but... Who else do we need to talk about? We got Meg, we got Beth, Joe. Right? Joe's ending. Do we, do we want, oh, her ending? Yeah, yeah. We talked about it. We talked about it. Oh, it was okay. a happy ending. Yeah. But I think she's a stubborn girl, and I would never like to date anyone <laughs> like that. I would never date anyone like that. But it's, it's I, get, I guess people like that, being stubborn. People like to chase around. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, people like playing cat and mouse or whatever these teens call it nowadays. <laughs> I, think, yeah, I think that's exactly what you know, you always want what you can't I think have. I've heard my sister say that. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, what else do we need to say about this? Go watch it if you haven't seen it. It's a good movie, and there's a lot of themes. And it's, it, it's a lot to deal with. It's an emotional roller coaster. Like Colton said in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, like at the very beginning, emotional yeah, roller coaster. Yeah, things could have been solved. People would have just spoken their feelings sooner. Yeah, I think what the biggest takeaway. I already said this, but the biggest takeaway I will have from this movie is, um, don't compromise your life and your passions for other people's desires you need to go and do what you want to do and if there's someone who wants to join you on the ride then do it but don't stop doing what you love because someone else wants you not to do it i am so excited 
to live my life. And if someone wants to jump along, they're welcome to. But I hate going out of my way to find someone to jump along with. So I just stopped doing that. And I've been really happy just following my own thing. Anything you want to say, Sarah? I don't think that's true. I think if you just kind of go along and focus on, you know, healing yourself or helping yourself and growing, then things are just going to start to fall into place if you focus on things that matter to you and the things that are important. Okay. Well, Little Women was a little bit of a journey. I really like movies with Emma Watson. (laughs) (laughs) Emma Watson is so good. Next movie, Harry Potter, the entire series. (laughs) We will talk about every single episode in 20 minutes. We'll live stream it. We'll live stream it. Okay. Well, I'm going to head out. Me too. I think I'll stay. (laughs) (laughs) And we will see you next Saturday or Sunday. I never know. I'll be 20. Oh my gosh, Colton will be 20 years old. And I... (laughs) (laughs) Clap. Um, And I will still be an old 21-year-old. Um... But it's been lovely talking. And Little Women was a great show. And I'm really looking forward to watching it again and crying again. Because that bath scene gets me every time. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can go out. We can-